when three nines just isn't good enough, using artificial intelligence for regulatory compliance. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Peter Yared, founder and CEO of InCountry. Welcome, Peter. Hi, thanks for having me, Tanya. Absolutely. What does InCountry do, and what prompted you to start the company? Well, it's pretty interesting, actually. A few years ago, I noticed a trend where a lot of countries were starting to put more and more data privacy regulations in place for their citizens. And one of the things that they're doing is mandating that the data be stored in their country. And the reason for this is so that the jurisdiction and the laws covering that citizen's data is covered by that country. And what we were having is a lot of large U.S. and other tech companies were coming into various markets, extracting data, doing what they wanted with it, even diverting profits. So it was a very extractive type of process, and a lot of countries are having a response to that. And what we do at InCountry is we monitor all the data regulations for a variety of different types of citizen data, health data, uh, profile data, transaction data, payment data, even employment data. And we have facilities in over 50 countries where we can store uh, consumer data in the specific countries compliant with those countries laws and what we do is we enable multinational companies to be compliant in all of these countries. As data privacy is on everyone's mind, GDPR just celebrated its first birthday. So what challenges are organizations encountering as they seek to maintain compliance and data security? Well, it's really interesting because GDPR is just the tip of the iceberg, if you will, or the tip of the mountain, in that it covers profile data for EU citizens and uh, Swiss citizens as well with EEA. And, you know, there's a whole vast amount of other regulated data. Uh, so even in the U.S., although we really don't have uh, profile data covered other beyond CCPA and a few other state emerging state regulations, we do cover, you know, payment data with PCI DSS. We cover transaction data with FNRA, FINRA, and we cover health data with HIPAA. And what you're seeing is a variety of countries, you know, there's 200 separate jurisdictions, over 200 separate jurisdictions in the world, and each of them is passing their own version of GDPR, their own version of PCI, their own version of FINRA. So it's very, very difficult for companies to track and maintain. So it's really an explosion of privacy regulations. Is the problem com compounded for multinational companies? I mean, for example, what happened to LinkedIn in Russia or even Walmart in India? It's really interesting. So Russia mandates that you store profile data within its boundaries, its territorial boundaries. And Microsoft did not want to do that. They got in a little spat with Russia. And, uh, you know, Russia basically just shut them down. So LinkedIn is no longer available in Russia. So you can be exited from an entire market. Um, and what happened in India is that uh, the Indian government you know, worked with a bunch of their tech leaders to figure out what to do. And it was actually the tech industry, the leadership in India that recommended to the government that they you know, embrace uh, consumer privacy for their citizens and mandate that all data be stored in India. So it was actually a pretty funny you know, article in December that was entitled, you know, uh, India just ruined Walmart and Amazon's Christmas because they mandated in December that all transaction data and payment records be stored within India. And not only that, that if you run an e-commerce platform, you can't sell your own products through it. And so there's been a, a six month compliance window now. Uh, yeah, MasterCard has announced they're gonna invest a billion dollars in the India market. Amazon's putting in a new data center. Um, so there, there's been a massive scrum. India is a very, very large market, but it's not just India. You know, Indonesia has similar laws. Vietnam has similar laws. These are massive high growth markets 
And you know, if you don't comply, you're just going to get exited from the market, just like what happened with LinkedIn in Russia. So let's talk about that then. For those countries that require citizen data to be located in the home country, do they all have local data centers that are actually up to the task? <laughs> That's a great question, you know, and, uh, you know, the, these countries, they do mandate it. And, you know, for some of the smaller markets, you know, their facilities available are really only three nines. So they're only running 99.9% .9 of the year, uh, which does leave some outage periods. So what we do for these smaller markets, you know, Vietnam and Indonesia, Philippines, some Latin American and African countries, is we actually get two separate facilities from two separate providers. And each of those facilities runs at three nines, but we run a software layer that keeps data in sync between them, which gives you an effective four nines. And it's actually the playbook that Google uses. Google's uh, data centers that they use for their own services actually run at three nines. Their regions run at four nines and globally it runs at five nines because of data replication with technologies like their spanner technology. So talk about how you're using machine learning and artificial intelligence to solve data storage compliance problems. What's interesting, it's a layer above that that we're building out with machine learning and rules engines. So one is to classify your fields so you know what you have. Uh, so you know something, for example, is eye color. And guess what? Eye color in some countries is not considered profile data. It's considered health data, you know, and because it's, you know, personally identifiable health information about your body. Uh, and then beyond that, you know, it's not just within one country. What happens if a Chinese national buys a plane ticket from Lufthansa.com while they're traveling in, let's say, Indonesia, right? Who knows? So you basically have a, a three-dimensional country problem, and then you have slices within that. There's a fourth dimension for profile data, transaction data, payment data, right? You bought that plane ticket. Where do you store, store the profile data? Where do you store the transaction information? Where do you store the payment information? And what if there's a collision between the regulations in those three jurisdictions? This is a very complicated problem that we are solving with a rules engine or an expert system if you're from the 90s. Like I am. <laughs> <laughs> you have something interesting. You have ethical considerations for what data you store. Explain that. Well, you know, we have a really strong line here. So there's data that's regulated in the U.S., health information, financial information, transaction data. We're very comfortable storing all of that. We are not all about storing, you know, personal communications, text messages, social media posts. You know, it's just a cesspool. There's a lot of uh, governments that want to be able to look into that stuff and peer into it. And it's not our problem. That's Facebook's problem. We're all about multinational companies that store regulated data and want to be compliant in jurisdictions internationally. So as you look out onto the regulatory horizon, what are the most potentially disruptive new laws or regulations uh, that might actually cause the industry to scramble for compliance? You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that India one, that one really put a, a big scramble on. You know, you had the U.S. government trying to intervene, threatening H-1B visas in order to, you know, get the Indians to back down, which they did not do. Um, you know, definitely you're seeing, you know, more new laws in China. Uh, there was just a new law that passed in Australia last year, a new law in Vietnam. What we're seeing the scramble is for, you know, for growth, a lot of companies want to get into emerging markets. And those are the, the, the countries that are, you know, increasingly enforcing uh, citizen privacy and data. And they don't want this sort of extractive thing to happen in their countries. And you see it, you know, originally in the 90s, people always talked about the BRICS for emerging markets, you know, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and they all have data security laws in place. 
But now, you know, the uh, Southeast Asian Tigers, you know, Vietnam is the fastest growing economy. They have a very, very strong data localization law. And let's just say, you know, three nines facilities, you're not going to find many four nines there. Uh, and several African countries, Latin American countries, you know, these are the countries where large international multinational companies want to grow. And uh, they all have these laws in place. So we're seeing scrambles actually all over the globe to comply, especially for payments. Thanks a lot for keeping us updated on this. Peter Yared, founder and CEO of InCountry. If somebody wants more information or maybe they want to find out more about your work, how can they do that, Peter? Well, thanks so much for having me, Tanya. And to find out more, go to InCountry.com or follow me at Peter Yared on Twitter. Thanks again. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.